Hello everyone, Happy New Year. Welcome back to Junior Doctor's Corner. My name is Dana. I am your host for this podcast. Now, New Year, new episodes. Um, I cannot wait to share with you what I have planned and the interviews that I have lined up over the next month. For today's episode, however, it's going to be my first ever solo episode. So if you have had a listen to the introduction or introductory episode, you might recall that I alluded to some challenges and struggles that I had during my intern year, and that sort of led to the birth of this podcast. So today I'm going to talk about a specific incident, Um, so one of the challenges that I had during my internship. I thought now is the perfect time to do this, especially since all across Australia interns are starting or about to start um, their first day at work. Now you can choose to take this as a cautionary tale, but that's not really the main purpose. Um, The main purpose of me doing this episode is to tell my story so that you understand why this podcast has come about. It's also a sneak peek into how things can go wrong in medicine sometimes. And this is only one of many examples. But just know that not all internships are horrible and not everyone has a horrible experience. It's just unfortunate that things can happen and hopefully you can learn from what happened to me. I have certainly learned a lot myself and this is also my way of processing what happened and moving on from it. So let's jump into the episode. I started my internship in a small rural hospital. The first day I rocked up to work, I found out that there were two doctors short. Um, They were hoping that they would turn up that Monday morning, but they weren't going to be able to reach the hospital till Tuesday. I was thrown into the deep end without any orientation. I went on ward round with one of the senior doctors. That was all fine. Then I was left to fend for myself on the general ward. There was approximately, from memory, 20 to 25 beds. Not all of them were filled, but it was a very busy morning. Luckily, I had a lot of senior nurses working there and a very helpful pharmacist guiding me along. It was so busy that day, I don't remember having a break at all, stopping for lunch at all. I kept going, and every now and then I would run downstairs and check with the only senior doctor that was working that day down in the emergency department. And he himself was overworked. He had been called in the night before and so had been working a very long stretch of hours. 
So basically working fatigued. I was reassured that a senior doctor was going to show up at four o'clock to relieve me of my duties. Basically, I was to hand over um, all the patients to this um, evening doctor. Four o'clock rolled around and the senior doctor from the emergency department came up to briefly check on me, but mainly to let me know that he was tired and heading home. By that time, the senior doctor for the evening had not shown up yet, but I hung around to make sure that I gave a proper handover. Five to ten minutes after the day doctor left, a patient was wheeled into the general ward. The nurse told me that this patient was awaiting transfer to a larger facility. This patient had essentially sustained a heart attack and needed further management by the, a cardiologist. I had absolutely no idea about this patient. I wasn't handed over anything about this patient and what the plan was. Moments later, a nurse tapped on my shoulder. In her hand was a phone. Um, the transfer service had rung to gain more information about this patient. I told the nurse that I could not take the call presently because I had to find out more about the patient. So I quickly ran downstairs to check to see if the evening doctor had come on and perhaps they had some idea about this patient. By that time that all happened, 4.30 had already rolled around. I searched the entire hospital only to find out, find out that I was the only doctor on site. I felt completely overwhelmed and alone. I went back upstairs to the ward, sat down at the desk and burst into tears. The nurse had to tell the transfer service on the phone that I could not talk because I was basically a sobbing mess. Luckily, she was quite senior, so she sent me home and told me not to worry. She would call the evening doctor and sort it out. The next morning, when I sat down at morning handover, all the senior doctors were present and started asking me what happened this was not in a gentle, concerned sort of manner um, in which they were asking me. It was more of a, why the fuck did you cry kind of what happened. The doctor that was in charge of looking after the operations said to me, well, you should have called, you should have called somebody. Another doctor pulled me aside after morning handover and said, you should never start work without orientation. You should always demand for an orientation. Later that day, another doctor pulled me aside and said to me, you should never ever cry in front of nurses because it makes you appear weak. On and on it went. I had several nurses who came up to me and asked me if I was okay, but I felt ashamed or, and embarrassed. It was as though they were asking me more out of pity than genuine concern. 
It didn't help when I told my boyfriend at the time, who's a doctor three years ahead of me, about the incident. And I later found out that he thought that I had overreacted and that I was not coping with the stress of internship. All of that made me feel like I was not good enough at being an intern, not good enough at being a doctor. And for the longest time, I kept this story a secret. For the longest time, the only people who knew of this incident was my psychologist. And later on, one of my best friends, who's also a junior doctor. And as I progressed through my residency, I started to reflect back on what happened and looked at it with less resentment. I realized that the way those senior doctors reacted was mostly out of guilt. I could be completely wrong about this, but this is what I believe. And they were afraid and were trying to protect themselves because it was also their responsibility to look after me Um, as an intern to supervise me and they had failed to do that that day and when I was finally brave enough to tell the story to a very small group of people at a workshop I realized that this story should be told that I should not be ashamed of what happened and I am grateful that I learned so much from it One of the senior doctors who heard this story was absolutely appalled. And the first thing he said to me was the fact that I survived that day without any patients dying was a very big win. But the main thing that I learned from all of this was to always ask for help. It wasn't just the fact that I wasn't given any orientation or any guidance on the appropriate protocol and how to escalate when things go wrong, but a part of me was full of pride. I wanted to be capable. I had set very high expectations on myself to take on everything by myself on the first day, which is absolutely not reasonable for any intern. You shouldn't be expected to know everything on your first day. The second thing I realized was that this story must be heard because I want to make sure that no intern ever feels alone like I did. So if you find yourself coming across really tough challenges and struggling during internship, You're not alone. I've been through that. I have lived an intern's worst nightmare. Well, you could argue it's second worst nightmare because the worst nightmare would be if a patient died. But basically, just remember that you're not alone and don't be so hard on yourself. If you're ever worried about talking to your supervisor about what you're struggling with because you don't want to be marked unfavorably on your assessments you don't want to be seen as incompetent feel free to reach out to me we can have a chat no matter what you should um, talk to your supervisor because maybe there's something wrong with the system um, that they need to be aware of to fix 
it shouldn't be about a blame game and accusing you of being an incompetent intern. It should be about supporting you so you can be the best junior doctor you can be. So if you ever want to reach out and talk, you can find me on Facebook through Junior Doctors Corner Facebook page. You can send me a message there. Otherwise, you can also reach out on Twitter um, with the same handle, Junior Doctors Corner. And also, we now have an email address that's info at juniordoctorscorner.com. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For those of you who are about to start internship, I wish you the very best. For more episodes, head to www.juniordoctorscorner.com.